Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Nurse Connection, where we are making connections to improve the health and wellness of nurses. I'm Leslie, your host. If you're new to the show, this is where we have conversations with other nurses or other healthcare professionals out there about ways to improve our health and wellness, because if we do not improve ourselves, how can we help our patients or even imagine staying in the field of nursing if we don't know how to decompress and reset ourselves? So welcome. Thank you for coming. I hope you've listened to our other shows. If you haven't, this is your first one. Hopefully this is a good one. Uh, We have Nicole Johnson with us today, who um, is a nurse. She is an ICU nurse and has been for several years. I'm going to really let her kind of tell you her story, but we had a great conversation today about what nursing is, her why, and why she became a nurse, meditation, and how you can use meditation in your nursing career to help you decompress and stay aware And it was just a really great conversation. So thanks for coming and I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Healthy Nurse Connection, where we are building connections to improve the health and wellness of nurses. I'm Leslie Catalano, your host, and I hope you enjoy today's show. Thank you. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us at the Healthy Nurse Connection. Today, we are connecting with Nicole Johnson, who is an ICU nurse and is doing amazing things to help other nurses uh, with their health and wellness. So welcome. And I'm really just going to turn it over to you to kind of tell us your story. So like, what is your nursing story? Why did you become a nurse? And what are you doing? Hmm. There's a lot to unpack here. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so grateful. Um, I feel like it's, it's, I, I think Leslie, you and I have a lot in common already. I'm, I'm discovering. So that's really cool just to make this connection. Um, gosh, well, why did I become a nurse? My nursing story. Hmm. Well, I mean, I remember when I was a little girl, like I remember wanting to be a nurse, like wanting to grow up and help people. Um, And then uh, as I got older, that sort of dissipated and I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a sociologist or maybe I'll be a psychologist or, um, but as I was in uh, undergrad, I remembered like, oh, I should do nursing. Um, But I didn't have my SHIT together enough um, at the time to be like a super committed academic you know, cause the, the, the grades you need in nursing school are pretty high. Right. Um, so I just decided, listen, I'm going to get out of college. My five year, you know, <laughs> five years of like bouncing around and changing majors. Um, I was like, well, if I want to go back to nursing school, I'll do it. Um, and so fast forward a few years after that, um, I, I just felt this there were a couple of things. I felt this calling, like I had something was unfinished. Like I wasn't living my life to my full potential. Um, and I was really like, I've been telling my, my friends that I was going to go back to nursing school and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll see it when we we'll leave it when we see it. Um, but anyway, I did, I decided I was going to go back. And so I did. So at 27, um, I started doing, you know, prereqs at night and, you know, working during the day and actually had a, when it was, it was a blessing. I had a, had a job that I absolutely hated, hated 
And it just helped solidify that, like, this is exactly what I didn't want. And I had the power to change and do something that I wanted to do. And I'm so glad I did. You know, I was a little, like I was second degree nurse. Um, I went back to school when I was older, but I mean, looking back, like what I remember, I, <laughs> I was crying at one point in, you know, when I was in nursing school, cause I was like, I'm going to be 32 when I'm done with nursing. Um, but man, I'm like, so glad I did it. And 32 is still very young. So, um, essentially it was the best thing, the best decision that I've ever made. Um, there are some really beautiful things about nursing. Like I ended up in working in ICU, which is where I wanted to be. And I just felt like I was home and like, there's something just those patients are so vulnerable and, um, so delicate and also the, but the, the actual work is very academic, um, and, you know, challenging and you're dealing with high stakes environment, like in a high, you're in a high stakes environment and, you know, it's life and death. And so for me, it felt like, wow, I'm really a part of something. I'm really doing something. I'm actually making a difference in people's lives and, and it's filling me up, um, with a lot of like joy and purpose and it gave me a lot of meaning. So like, I, I just, I felt, yeah, like it just, it was definitely my calling. Yeah. So. How long have you been a nurse? For 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've done a variety of things as, um, a critical care nurse. Um, I've done, there's so many things you can do, you know, right. from like rapid response nursing to wound nursing. I was an assistant nurse manager for five years. Um, of course, you, you know, charge precepting all that kind of stuff too. Um, and then there's projects you can work on and, um, yeah. And so then I was like, I think I'm going to take my, take a stab at nursing entrepreneurship. Yeah. I hear you there. <laughs> so, um, you still work at the bedside though. Yeah, so. I, do. I do. Um, so for yourself, cause you are starting in this entrepreneurship, um, you know, area, which is great. And you're really working on like self-improvement for nurses or just how to manage the stress. So for yourself, like, how did you start on that journey or like, what do you mm. do for yourself? So it's all related. Um, really like I was, I was as an assistant nurse manager, I was really burnt out. I was really struggling. Um, and at sort of in, for whatever reason, I was called to go down a path of like, kind of like a self-development journey where I did a lot of, I started going and like started meditating. I started just, I couldn't stop reading about basically, you know, trying to find inner peace and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, so I realized I needed to make a change in my life. Um, because I, my, my work-life balance was out of whack. Um, I was the type of person that would wake up, um, like hit snooze as many times as I could and just like race out the door. Um, and that wasn't working, you know? Um, and so I needed to create better boundaries around work, better rituals around like pre-shift, post-shift kind of rituals. Um, I really delved into, you know, 
how things that we can do to make ourselves happier, uh, like practices like gratitude. Um, and then, you know, I, I really dove into meditation. So I became a big meditator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so some of this stuff that I discovered for myself, you know, I definitely bring into my business unwound retreats. Um, because I do, like you said, um, I do want to improve the health and well-being of nurses, you know, just like offer some ideas. Yeah. Not that you're like, oh, you have to do, you, you have right. to do these things in order to. Because everybody's journey is different. That's, I'm totally. a big believer in that. So I, I want to expose everybody to anything and everything out there so that you can yeah. folks for you. Um, so what is. So for those who may have never, I mean, it's hard for to say like nobody's ever heard of meditation because it's out there, but what, what does that mean to you? What is that practice? How do you do mm. that? The first thing that came to mind is really like you become the thought watcher. So it's like, that's sort of high level, but, um, it's a, it's, it's a time for a person to sit in stillness um, with eyes closed or eyes, you know, with a soft gaze and to just, um, you know, there's all different types of meditation, but it's sort of like a, you know, a time to sort of sit in stillness and, um, maybe focus on your breathing. Um, and, and it's just, it's like a practice on cultivating awareness too. So, you know, the sort of the goal of meditation is to like, as your thoughts come up to sort of like see them, but not become attached to them and follow and get lost in thought. Mm -hmm. You're going to, your brain's going to continue to secrete thoughts. You secrete, I don't know, 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day. So <laughs> just your brain's a secreting thought maker, right? But it's basically a, a time to sort of watch your thoughts come up without judgment, you know, and maybe just try to focus, have like an anchor, like have maybe focus on your breath, or maybe you can focus on sounds or you can, um, focus on like how your body feels, uh, or you can do a body scan. There's all, all different types of meditation out there, but it's, you know, it's a, it's basically a, a time that you sit and try to in, like in stillness. Yeah. Without judging yourself. Without <laughs> judging yourself. Yeah. People were like, I don't, you know, I can't meditate. I'll be the, the worst meditator. My brain, my brain's not going to stop. No one brain, nobody's brain stops. It's just going to continue. But it's, it's this idea of, oh, that's interesting. Like, oh, that's a thought. Okay. Thought. Okay. I'm thinking that's thinking. Okay. And just not like, because kind of naming it and not following it. Excuse yeah. me. No. My, my, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I, one that, that I don't know where I learned this one, but I like to do this practice and, um, I set a timer for 10 minutes and I count my breath for, for 10 cycles of inspiration, expiration. And then I go back to one, but if you get lost in thought, you start back at one mm -hmm. and it's just like a practice just to keep yourself, you know, anchored 
and sometimes I make it to 10. Sometimes I get lost in thought, you know, but again, it's just, it's not a place for judgment. It's just a place. It's just, yeah. It's just like, a practice. Yeah. Yeah. Rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, um, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Cause I have tried meditation before and I'm not good at it. I guess I need to practice it. Uh, not, and it's not just that thoughts are coming and going, um, because I have, I have practiced like just letting those go, like without judgment. I have heard that mm-hmm. before, but I am just not the type of person who's good at sitting and mm. doing nothing for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes. Like as soon as I sit, like my to-do list pops in my head mm-hmm. and then I can't. And I know that's a thought, but it's not like, I'm not judging my to-do list, but my body like wants to get up and do something. Well, you, there's, um, you can do walking meditations. Mm. Yeah. That would probably um, be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never that. Yeah. It's just more of like, you know, walking with intention, maybe walking without your headphones in, um, you could probably Google walking meditations and find something, but you know, it's just sort of a practice of being, I should, I haven't said this yet, but it's like being in the now, you know, trying yeah. to be in the present is also the point of meditation. Um, yeah. because we're in the future we're in the past, we're never right, right now. So it's about trying to bring you intentionally to what's happening right now. So with walking meditation, it's just like, oh, there's a bush and there's a bee on a flower. Yeah. There's and it distracts. Yeah. Because yeah. I could see how that would like distract my body from wanting to do. Because. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear that. I mean, that's hard. That's hard. So once you started practicing this meditation on like a pretty regular basis, like how did you, how did it change like your practice of nursing or how did, how it, you. This is good. Yeah. This is a great question. Um, well. So I said, like, meditation is about cultivating awareness. So it helped me recognize what was happening in my body at work. Like, um, you know, maybe I'm like, oh, I feel, feel distressed. Okay. And then I'll be like, why, you know, cause you know, were in and out of rooms and, and all, there's all kinds of stuff happening. I have this very distinct memory of like, I had, um, I, I think I had heard something or I was talking to something about somebody about something that wasn't very, it was very sad. Right. And then I kept moving on and about five minutes later, I had this like really intense feeling. And I was like, what am I feeling? And I was like, oh, it's this you know, moral distress that I'm feeling, you know, of whatever, some young man, you know, dying with a small child, you know, <laughs> like in the room or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, that's really, that is really hard. And so it helps, it helped me and helps me just pay attention to what I'm feeling and then sort of name it and then sort of ask myself, like, what do I need? What do I need in the moment? Like, do I need to step off the unit? Do I need to just sit for a minute? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to talk to somebody? You know, that's sort of how it's helped me. Yeah. It's like meditation is really 
I feel like it's a practice for life. Yeah. Like, you know, you're getting, maybe you're upset with somebody. You can feel it in your body. And you're like, wow, like really having a reaction <laughs> to this, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I like how you're not ignoring that feeling. Cause I think a lot of times nurses, we talked about this before, are really good at ignoring whatever emotions we're feeling because we're just trying to survive, right? And get through. And then we don't ever go back and feel those emotions. They just get bogged up. But with this, you identify that you are feeling something, you name it, and then decide in that moment, how can I deal with this? Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's amazing to me. Yeah, it's great. It's accessible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, um, it's like exercising a muscle. Right. Yeah. It's so funny. We, I have a term for what you were talking about. Um, we used to just push it down. We would just push everything down, everything awful and traumatic and horrible, horrible. Uh, we just push it down and keep going. Yeah. Yeah, we do. That's a, um, I just talked to somebody like, about this the other day, but we, it's okay to like, feel those things. Like I know we, we are in survival mode a lot of times we push it down, but we have to remember to come back and address those because Mm -hmm. more we push it down, the more it leaks into our personal lives and it influences the way we interact with our loved ones and our friends and everybody. And we don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying, I remember reading something about, it was, it was, I think it was about burnout and like how you can like, kind of like a way to tell how burnt out you are was sort of exactly what you said, like the behaviors and how, if like, if you're acting like a jerk, you know, or really cynical, I don't know if you're like not being nice to your family when maybe you were nice, <laughs> you know, it's like a symptom of, of, um, yeah, it's yeah. burnout really. Yeah. So you have, um, unwound. Oh, what, what is your, company? Oh yeah. Unwound retreats. Unwound mm-hmm. retreats. That's why I thought I want to make sure I got it correctly. Unwound retreats. So what is that? And what do you guys do? What is that about? Yeah. So unwound retreats is, um, with unwound retreats, I offer events, resources, and international retreats for nurses. Um, and I started unwound retreats like in 2019 to create a time and space for nurses to come together and practice self-care. So in the beginning, I would hire like a yoga practitioner or a breath worker. Um, and we would come together and do anything from journaling to yoga, to meditation, to having community building time. Um, and I have hosted these events for about once a, once a quarter. Um, and so that's sort of the basis of, or the sort of what the events look like. Um, and and some, some, I've also, sometimes I'll do happy hours and, or yoga in the park or, um, something like that. But, um, and then I offer resources, uh, so like I have a website on retreats.com and I have a bunch of resources on there on topics from boundary setting to like pre and post 
shift rituals to like meditation, gratitude. Um, and I send out like, I have a listserv of people that I'll send out like something maybe once a week about something that a way that maybe you could improve your well-being um, as a nurse. Uh, and then I have retreats. So the retreats, I offer two international retreats, one in Morocco and one in Mexico. And really the intention is still the same to bring nurses together so they, they can practice like restorative practices. Um, but I think there's something that really, that's really cool that happens with travel. You get a little bit outside yourself and you can have this time of reflection of like, what do I need? What do I need in my life? You know, like, how's it going <laughs> back home? Am I getting what I need? Do I need to make changes? Um, it was just sort of offer some time for reflection. Um, but, but, um, you know, we'll, we do, we have a yoga and meditation program and we offer, you know, classes on stress reduction and where we'll do like talks, um, with people from the community to learn about the culture that we're in. Um, yeah. And there's also something really special that happens when you get a bunch of nurses together. Um, that's like, there's like a little sisterhood that happens and, um, I think it's really special. Uh, yeah. So Mor Morocco is a pretty amazing place that's to go, you know? Um, and we kind of do a slow travel, you know, we spent like, we spent three nights in Marrakesh, one night in the desert as a glamping experience, which is always a treat. Um, and then we go out to the coast in Essaouira, uh, and that's like a bohemian kind of town. Um, so we kind of go from frenetic, Marrakesh is a little crazy, um, but in a good way. And then kind of give you an opportunity to really unwind in the desert and then go hang out on the coast and walk on the beach. And yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. When is your next retreat? So the Morocco retreat is in like six weeks, um, so September 16th through the 23rd. There are still spots if you're interested, if anyone out there is interested. Um, the Mexico retreat is, um, a little bit of a shorter program like four nights five days and that's in november november 6th through the 10th there's also some spaces available there too and i do want to say that um on my retreats i offer continuing education not too much because i want people to enjoy themselves <laughs> but you know just enough that if you want your you can get some reimbursement from your hospital so listen to that you can get continuing education by going to morocco and walking on the beach Hold yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. You can go to um unwindretreats.com and just there's a, um the two programs are listed there. Um or if you know, you can email me at nicole at unwindretreats.com if you have questions. Yeah, that's awesome. How long have you been doing the retreats? Since 2021. Yeah, Morocco was the first one. Um so I'm about this this year will be year 3 and then Mexico, I started in 2023. Yeah. In March. So yeah. Mm -hmm. and my goal is to create something stateside that mm -hmm. is maybe more accessible too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so your website is repeat that one more time. Unwoundretreats.com. And I'm going to put all that information in the show notes also. So you guys should be able to get that, um, on the podcast website or wherever you listen to this. So you should be able to find that there in the show notes. Um, that is just, I think what you're doing is like amazing. Um, I'm going to have to check my calendar for the next two years to see if maybe I can join you. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. See if your um, university will pay for you to go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I do work at, um, well, I work at a community college, but maybe okay, we might count that as some like professional development maybe. <laughs> yeah. So you could say, let me go to Morocco and we can plan <laughs> something that we can replicate it for our students. Yes, exactly. That would be awesome. Well, Nicole, it was great talking with you and getting to know you a little bit more today. Is there any other tips or anything you'd like to say to our listeners? Well, I just want to say thank you to everyone out there who's nursing and, you know, nursing is a very special profession. Um, and it, you know, some days are really hard and some days are great. Um, and you know, but if you're struggling out there, you know, get help. Um, you come first. Your health and well-being is so important. Um, so uh, if you're struggling, reach out to a counselor. You know, call a crisis line. Um, you know, if you need something crappy happen at work and you're still ruminating about it, maybe you need to debrief with somebody. Um, anyway, but you matter most. And so make sure you take care of you and do stuff on your days off that bring you great joy. So, you know, fill yourself, fill your cup up, um, you know, and life is short. You're, if you're not happy with something, do it, do it now. Cause yeah. you never know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. I think that's great advice because, um, I really feel like, you know, we as caregivers feel like we're just supposed to suffer for the for the benefit of other people, but we don't have to, there is a way to create that work-life balance. I'm um, talking to somebody, if you need to, don't just let it stay in you. And then doing things that you really, that just make your heart happy. It's, you got to find those things and do them often. Yes. Yep. Well, All thank right. you so much. Yeah. For thank having you. Me on. Yes. Thank you for coming to talk to us today. It was a really a great conversation. Okay. You take care. Thanks so much. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for coming to listen today. I hope you found this podcast helpful. I hope you guys are all trying to book your trip to Morocco uh, so that you can get some continuing education and have your hospital pay for it. That would be amazing. If you do do that, please reach out to me and tell me how it went because I won't be able to make it this time. Uh, But anyway, I hope you learned something about meditation, about the importance of trying to feel your feelings in the moment and how you can do that more often. Like Nicole said, it is a muscle that you have to continuously do. Uh, It doesn't come easy at first. You have to just kind of keep doing it until you find something that really works for you. Thank you for coming today and have a wonderful week. 